Alright, what's up internet? My name is Zach and before we start today I'm gonna let you know that if you haven't heard my new record Glasswing, um, then pause this, go check it out on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, all of the usual suspects or anywhere that you get your music. Um, and yeah, check it out, that's like the latest release that I've put out. But anyway, that aside, today we are, well, Today I'm going to be doing one of the most self-indulgent episodes of the podcast and that is the origin of Zach Benjamin as told by Zach Benjamin being me. So for those who don't know, I used to be in a punk band called Tagline and I'll give you like a little gist of what we were. You fix it not real trip, blood runs thin and it's like you drop it but yeah, you can sort of get a gist for the um, for the sound that we were we were going for. It was very much like a simple plan, or like Blink One Eighty Two, like a lot of what like all of us were influenced by when we were younger. Um, but uh, but yeah, just like a female fronted pop punk sort of band. And you know, we had some limited success like playing in, um, yeah, playing in the local scene. Like we would play tons of shows and all the times, you know, we'd get asked back by like certain venues and that, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, like we played at the underdog like a heap, which is now, um, which is now Netherworld. And yeah, they just like kept getting us back. They had like this like Sunday rock and roll barbecue that they used to have. And um, yeah, Bob, the guy that ran it was awesome. And actually they started doing Wednesday night shows, which is a bit of a weird one, but they were always fun. Like it was always, it was always packed out. So that was pretty sick. Um, but yeah, we did some small tours and, um, and yeah, got to open for some interstate bands on like bigger tours as well. Like there were some bands from, yeah, Melbourne and Perth that, that came up and, you know, some of them pretty cool. Um, and yeah, just, you know, got to play a couple of bigger shows that way as well, which is pretty mad. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this sort of like leads up to like, you know, I kind of looking back on it now, like we didn't really know, I don't know, I don't think we really knew what we were doing. <laughs> it was definitely a lot of fun. And yeah, I still, you know, I really rate the music that we made. Like, I still think it's really good. Um, but yeah, probably like looking back on it, we have probably had some big opportunities that we failed to capitalize on, I reckon. Um, yeah, just like looking back through it, I don't know if we probably did everything we could have if we we're really like making a pretty good go of it. Um, but yeah, anyway, like eventually like the lineup changed and like the sound was sort of, the sound of the band was sort of changing from like less less of that like poppy, pop rock, pop punk. And I guess it was getting a bit heavier, like more, I wouldn't say like heavy, heavy, but definitely more your um, like probably generic, like, or like a new age, like rock and roll. Yeah, nothing like core or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, definitely a heavier sound than what we were doing as opposed to like making it pop and catchy. It was, yeah, it was definitely getting more, like I guess you'd say hard rock or heavy rock. Um, because, yeah, I guess, like, our bass player and singer were sort of more influenced by, like, yeah, 
uh, your classic sort of rock bands, um, or even like newer ones like the Pretty Reckless and stuff. And yeah, a lot of the the harder songs that we wrote like suited um, Jocelyn, our singer's voice better anyway, as it was. Um, so yeah, that's sort of the direction that the band was heading in. And yeah, um, like when we when that sort of sound was changing, I guess I was sort of writing probably more poppier sort of vibes than the other guitarist in the band. Yeah, it, it sort of got to the point where um, the band was more working on the songs that the other guitarists would bring to the band. Um, which, you know, to be fair, he was writing better stuff for the, for the, for the band, like, and like, to be fair, at that point in time, I kind of did too. I don't know if I was writing my, uh, my best material. Um, and I, I quite really, I really liked you know, bouncing ideas off the band and making it like a collaborative songwriting thing. So like Jason would bring a song and we would, you know, we would all add our parts to it. Um, and yeah, it just, you know, it sort of became something that was better than any one person's um, idea. So yeah, it was, yeah, it got to the point where like, you know, I was, I had these songs that were written, but we weren't really working on them. And it was, they were sort of not suited to band as what it was anyway at, at that point in time um, and like you know not a bad thing at all like I some of the songs Jason brought to the band are like yeah still like my favorite songs for, that we had from that era um, but yeah sort of like going on from there like when it came to record like half of the band wanted to record with the producer that I just like did not like his I don't know didn't like what he was putting out or what they produced um, and I was like ah oh. yeah I just thought it would be a bit of a backstep going with you know they like putting putting our songs that we work so hard in in the trust of a producer that I just didn't really rate any of his recordings <laughs> and up until then we'd sort of we'd just be recording like tracking singles ourselves sending them off to get mixed and mastered and that's sort of when we had our most um yeah sort of when we had our most success like is when we were doing like these mini tours of these singles that we would record and send off and then release um, and that's sort of yeah we were getting the most success we'd ever had really by doing that um, and i guess that was sort of like just a precursor to spotify like no one was really listening to albums or if people were putting out eps it was like it was only a couple songs per sort of thing um, but yeah, it really worked for us. We'd drop the single, then do like a, a little run of shows with the East Coast of it, and then same deal, rinse and repeat, just do that for a couple of singles. Um, and yeah, it was like, you know, it was cost effective, sounded better. Um, so it was like, to me, it was like, oh, it's a no-brainer. Why don't we just do like more recordings like that? Because it had been working for us, um, as opposed to this producer who like, I did not rate at all. Um, but again, it's probably more of a personal thing than anything else. So, you know, that's a hard thing when it's musicians, there's always feelings involved. Um, but, um, but yeah, I don't know, there was like some of the members of the band wanted to like re-record songs as well. And I was like, oh, I just wanted to like keep writing new stuff, put new stuff out. But, um, but yeah, I mean, long story short, I just didn't agree with a lot of the non-musical ideas that the band was having like um yeah just you know difference of opinion on what we should do professionally like and to like you know i think there was very varying levels of how serious it was being taken as well 
um, which makes it tricky. But then, yeah, at the same time, like I had this catalogue of songs that like wasn't being worked on for the band, um, and um, yeah, like I, I don't know, I was still writing. You know, I'm like always writing music and still writing, whether it's for the band or just writing in general. And if they didn't really like the songs, I was. I was writing or wasn't suitable for the band. I was just like, oh, I'll just do the generic guitarist thing and have a side project as well as the band or whatever. Um, and yeah, like, you know, there's no there's no hate towards the band or the guys or anything. Like, I still loved, you know, I still love all of the guys that were in the band. Eventually, our singer moved to New Zealand and, you know, I'm still pretty close mates with the rest of the guys. But yeah, eventually I I left the band to pursue my weird instrumental guitar music. Um, I think at that time because I was I was sort of in like the heading towards the end of my university degree as well, and I was just getting into more complex music. Um, like yeah, it's you know some of the stuff's not as standard as the punk stuff. Like as much as I love like punk and rock music. Um, at that point, I was just, you know, one of our, or even like one of our uni performances, we were doing like, you know, prog versions of Guns N' Roses songs and stuff, and so I was just like really delving into more like, I don't know, more out there music, like weird music that is probably like, yeah, less radio friendly than what we were making. And yeah, like, I don't know, you also sort of don't really want to subject people to music that they're not really interested in listening to like <laughs> it becomes yeah it becomes a chore for people then if they if they're listening to stuff that they have no interest in um so yeah I don't know I didn't really want to force that onto the band that was you know writing you know three minute rock songs more or less um but yeah you know in the end the the guys end up changing the name of the band and they released an album that was that was really good like like I said, I, I still write all of the songs on that album. Um, and yeah, I was I would go to their gigs like after I left the band too and they sounded awesome. Like it was, you know, definitely think it was the right move. Like, and then they were a four piece too. So more visually aesthetic, I think, um, as a four piece. Um, but yeah, I saw them a few times afterwards and they were awesome. Like, um, yeah, I think I caught them at the zoo one night and they they played the set and it was it was awesome like they ended up recording it and i like mixed like the live album of that show for them which was sick um yeah they still sound still sounded awesome um and yeah like after listening to the album like my favorite song on the album was one of the ones they did entirely without me so yeah it was super cool super cool to have like like an inside knowledge of the band as well as an outside knowledge of the band if for lack of a better word like being able to listen to the music like knowing them all personally and knowing them all musically that sort of thing so yeah it was super cool and I think it was the right decision too because um, because yeah the band just you know sounded awesome and kept kicking butt from there um, and yeah like since then I you know personally I started having a lot a lot more success in the instrumental scene as well which is a bit of a niche scene but like yeah it was doing really awesome like after i released cloud run on the first ep 
as like solo project. My first show as a solo musician was opening for Pliny at the Crowbar, which was like a sold out show to 300 people. Yeah, it was just insane. Like, so yeah, I think it was the right decision in the end. And yeah, it was the birth of the uh, Zach Benjamin solo project. But yeah, it was um, like they started having success. They you know, dropped their album and it was really good. And then yeah, like same deal put out my EP and yeah got to play like one of the biggest shows I'd ever played at that point but yeah there's some like hilarious stories from the tagline days <laughs> like so I might see if I can make another episode of this and we can run through them all like we played this show on the Gold Coast and like our drummer's jacket caught on fire on like one of the lights and yeah there's just like a ton of like insane stories <laughs> from from those days but, um, but yeah I think I was gonna do like a full history of all my music, but I think we may have to. I think we may have to split it up into a couple of different ones because this is already going longer than what I was expecting. Oh, but yeah, that's I guess that's sort of the origin of uh, where my solo project came from. Um, yeah, going from uh, going from the standard high school punk band into. Uh, instrumental guitar weirdness which is uh i don't know i feel like it's more and more common these days yeah you definitely see it happening more and more often but yeah um if you haven't already definitely check out um check out glasswing my latest release on spotify um yeah if you want to if you want to support me jump on bandcamp and buy all my music on there you can download it all for free but you know if you want to contribute extra it's always greatly appreciated and yeah, hopefully uh hopefully we'll be doing more of these soon. So peace out.